It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Hi, I'm Jay Harwood from the New York Mets. Welcome to our Mets Alumni Podcast. Hey, hey Benny. Yo. Hi. Let me just ask this question. In all the years that you lived in Hawaii, did it ever snow there? Uh, never did. Do you miss the snow? Uh, kind of. You know, the seasons, you know, kind of miss the seasons, but, yeah. um, you know, love living in paradise. Ben, let me ask you this. I've been with the Mets a long time, you know, and uh, fans adopt certain players. Why do you think when you were here, here just a couple of years, why do you think the fans loved you so much? Uh, I guess because I love them, you know, and I just was one of those blue-collar players that went out there and tried to do my job and, you know, help the Mets win. You know, I mean, you were a 30th-round draft pick, you know, and, and you fought your way. I mean, do you remember Do you remember the uh, the chance, you know, Benny and the, and the Mets after Benny and the Jets from the Elton John song and the Hawaiian punch? Do you remember that, those things? Yeah, I always remember it. You know, I, um, just all the memories in New York, and I loved playing there. And, you know, it was just something that I could never forget. You know, going back when you, when you first started, and, you know, the year 2000 was, in, well, that's your first, it was a really a big year for you. You had a lot of big home runs in that year. And if you had to ask me why people adored you, was something that you did, didn't, wasn't a great thing to start with. I'm sure when I go on, you know what I'm talking about. Against the Giants in August of 2000, bases loaded and one out. You hit a, you catch a fly ball left field. You mistakenly thought that it was the third out. You flipped the ball into the stands. And I guess on your way in and back, you realized that it wasn't the third out. And you went to take the ball from the young kid. Do you remember that? I'm sure you remember that. Yeah, I remember that very good because uh, a lot of people are always going to remember that. You know, it was. A mistake I did, and um, it was very uh, fortunate that we won that game. And the thing that you did after it, you went back and gave the the youngster the ball again, right? You replaced the ball. Yes, I did. You know, I felt bad. I I made a mistake, and you know, I took the ball away from that little boy. And you know, I went um when I I told myself, you know what, I better give him an, another ball. So I went in, signed the ball, and um gave it back to him. Do you remember? I know it's a long time ago, but do you remember what? The, and I remember you always were in front of your locker, good, bad, or different. And I know you, you know, it was easy because you won the game. Do you remember what the post game press conference was like? I know it's 20 years ago, but do you remember what it was like when they came to your locker? Um, Not really, but I kind of laughed at it because, you know, I made a mistake, um, you know, at that time, and all my teammates were all over me about it, but um, not really. Yeah, let, let me go back to a couple of more you know, better home runs that year. Our first series, we go to Tokyo. Um, the second game against the Cubs, um, you hit a grand slam home run to 10th innings to give us a win. It was the first win of the 2000 season. What do you, what do you remember about that game? Um, that game, um, you know, I, I think I was on the bubble of making the team. And, you know, I didn't know if I was going to be um, hanging around with the Mets or – I was going to get sent back to the minor leagues. But um, after that home run, you know, I think um, it kind of secured my spot. And, um, 
you know, I was very fortunate to stay up there. And that, that had to mean something to you. You're from Hawaii. The home run was in Japan. You know, I'm sure you had some relatives. Did that mean it was a special, you know, because, you know, being, you know, close to Hawaii where you were? Oh, uh, yeah, it, it was very special, you know. And, um, you know, one thing was special that I got to hang out with the sumo wrestlers, Konishiki and Musashimaru. They're from Hawaii also, and they're watching the game also. And, you know, it was, uh, you know, one of those things that you, you'll never forget because, you know, it was like an embracing moment where, you know, there was a lot of Hawaii people watching the game. You know, being from Hawaii was always very special to you. When you came here, you took to number 50 because it was the 50th state. Is that always special? I mean, you're not a, a great deal of players from Hawaii. You were the most well-known. Was that kind of, is that why you, you took to number 50 when you came to the Mets? Of course I did, you know, because coming from an island like this, you know, you want a lot of people to, to from Hawaii, especially the youngsters, to know who you are. And, you know, number 50 represents the state of Hawaii. And, you know, it was so proud to be wearing that number, you know, and I passed it along to my children and they wear number 50 also. Yeah. Hey, before, what do you, you know, you have three children, right? One of your daughters goes to plays at, is it Cal Poly, Benny? Uh, Cal Berkeley. She'll be uh, graduating this year from high school at Iolani and then she'll be heading on to uh, Cal Berkeley to play softball. And what position does she play? Uh, she's a first baseman outfielder. And did, did she uh, did, did she wear 52? Yep, she wears number 50. And hopefully in college, she'll wear number 50. Do they have films of you playing? I mean, have they ever you know seen you play before? Uh, my son usually YouTubes it. So he reminds me of um, always asking me questions why I gave the kid the ball. And, you know, I always explain to him I forgot. But um, he usually, you know, watch all the YouTube videos and he sees his dad. Hey, let me jump ahead to Elite Championship Series. 13th inning against the Giants. You get a home run to give us a win. And, you know, one the next day, Bobby Jones pitches up almost up a no-hitter to get us into the World Series. What do you remember the crowd, the picture of you, you know, being greeted by your teammates is pretty iconic. What do you remember about that game? Oh, it was unbelievable. I mean, it was just like, you know, when I hit it, it was like silent, you know, but, you know, the fans were just rocking the stadium, and it was one of those things where you're late in the game and you're just hoping, you know, that someone ends it, and it was very fortunate that um, it was me. And in the World Series, you know, the only game we won at Shea was a game Rick Reed pitched it. You uh, got the game was I think the score was two to two in the eighth inning, and you got the, a double to put us ahead. So you know you always manage to get the big hits at the right time. And I guess that's one of the reasons too why the people loved you. You always came up big in the big spots. Oh uh, yeah, you know, but you know, is this that you know when you put on that Mets jersey, you want to always be you know you always want to be on top of your game. Some days you're gonna have bad games, some days you're gonna have good game, but you know you just gotta go out there and give your best every time you go out there. And that's what I try to do. And yeah, Benny, I think you played 22 postseason games. You hit close to 300 with a very high on base percentage, and that really, um, you know, says something about how you came up big in the big spots. Uh, hey, one thing I want to ask you, uh, jump ahead a little bit. Bobby Valentine and you always got along. What do you think had so much success playing for Bobby Valentine? Um, I guess because he had a lot of confidence in me and um, he gave me my opportunity to play in the big leagues. And, you know, all I had to do was just uh, produce. So there was a lot of pressure on me, you know, just trying to make sure, you know, he put his name on the line for me. And I just wanted to uh, 
to prove to people that I could play and belong in the major leagues. I mean, even after you, even after you left the Mets, uh, you went to play in Japan for about six or seven years, and you had a very productive career there. You, you had close to 280 with a lot of home runs. And I think in 2005, Bobby was your manager in Chiba Lodi, and you won the Japan Cup for the first time, uh, a Japan title. I think Bobby was the first American manager to win a title over there. And then I think the same year you were the MVP, the Asian Cup Series. So that ought to be a pretty good way to, I mean, a pretty another highlight of your career. Yeah, it was. I mean, uh, you know, going over there with Bobby, he was almost like Elvis Presley. I mean, it, it was like a rock star. Um, you know, I just had another opportunity to play for him. And, you know, I did pretty well in Japan and, you know, um, stayed there for a little while. You know, man, you look at the 2000 World Series team. If you look at the team, except for Mike, you know, really didn't have a lot of superstars on the team. You know, guys like yourself and Roger Cedeno and Jay Payton, you know, good pitching staff. But it wasn't a team that was filled with a lot of superstars. Would you agree? I mean, yeah, we didn't have a lot of superstars. But, you know, I think we had, you know, a good chemistry with the team. We had great leaders. Um, we had guys that, you know, always, you know, was there at the right time, right spot. And, you know, having a manager like Bobby, you know, he he kind of made sure everybody was, uh, you know, on the same page. Betty, ever think about the series? You know, we took a lead into the bottom of the ninth inning, and they came back and tied it and lost an extra innings. You ever think about, you know, how, first of all, how exciting was that view, you know, playing in the uh, Subway Series? Um, it was so exciting. You know, it's something that you'll never, ever forget. Um, you know, that, that you know, hopefully it, it, it happens again. But the Mets, Yankees, you know, being the Subway Series and the World Series, I mean, it was, it, it, that's a dream come true. Hey, tell me about your post-baseball career. For a couple of years, you were a special ed teacher in Hawaii. What, what was that like for you? Uh, it was good. I, you know, I just wanted to give back to the kids and, you know, teaching um, some of the kids out here, out in Hawaii. And, you know, it was, it was awesome, you know, just kind of seeing how the kids develop and how they grow. And you look at some of the kids, they're very unfortunate out here. And, you know, you just kind of, you know, feel sorry for them, but you try to, you know, do the best you can as a, as a teacher. And and now, now you were, you were, you were a, a representative for Hawaii Airlines. You couldn't have a better guy than you. What do you, what do you do in that role, Benny? Yeah. I'm, um, this is my fifth year with, um, you know, Hawaiian Airlines and, you know, I'm working on the ramp and, you know, just kind of keep keep myself in shape by working out here. And, you know, um, it also has good benefits, you know, for the company. And it's, you know, it's been great. Okay. And and, and you, are you involved with baseball at all now, Benny, or just, just with your father and your kids? Uh, I, was, I was involved with baseball. I took over the head coaching job for the Iolani School. Um, for softball. So I'm doing that right now. And, you know, just, you know, trying to, you know, give back to um, the state of Hawaii. How do you like coaching? I love coaching. I just want to coach. I just hate all the paperwork and stuff, but, you know, <laughs> the headaches, but, you know, it's just, uh, you know, if coaching things and, you know, coach these kids up and make them better players and, you know, make them great student athletes. Hey, what's the one thing you remember most about your Mets career? Jay, Jay Horowitz. No, come on. It's something better than that, Ben. It's something <laughs> better than that. Um, but, I mean, you know, I think your career was, was you know, like you say, you, you, you didn't make an all-star team. You didn't, you know, but the thing is that the people loved you. And I think the way, I think what you, you hit it on the head, you were the, you were, you were the average New Yorker, a new, new metropolitan who people could identify with, you know. You, you weren't 6'2", and uh, 
180 pounds. You, you battled with your ass off every time you played. And I think people appreciated the way you played the game. Yeah, you know, that's, you know, that's one thing I'm always going to remember in New York, the fans. You know, they're great. You know, they're well-knowledged out on the East Coast and also my teammates that I played with. You know, I can't say anything else. I mean, that was, you know, um, teammates I will never forget. I mean, Piazza, you know, that's a, you know, Hall of Famer. No, I hear it was a good time. And he said Bobby was a good guy. I mean, Bobby, Bobby helped molded the team together when it wasn't, have, you know, 19 different superstars who really, to get, you know, I mean, you were the first Met team to get in the postseason two years in a row in, in 99 and 2000. And you probably remember, I think I was doing some research and those two years you hit, you know, over 30 home runs and drove in close to 100 runs those two years. Your average is about 290. So those, you know, you, I know Mike was a big part of the team, but you certainly were a big part of those two years getting into the postseason. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, just, you know, every day you go out there, you challenge yourself and just being amongst all the teammates I had, you know, it kind of pushed me to uh, become a better player. Well, you're a good person too, Benny, more importantly, you know. Hey, how do you say uh, uh, goodbye in Hawaii? Aloha. <laughs> oh, aloha to you, Benny. Thank you for taking the time and hope to see you soon. All right, Jay. Thank you very much. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.